Thank you for joining us at the Center for Spiritual Living Seattle. We hope you enjoy this podcast. And for further information about our center, or if you wish to make a donation, please visit us at spiritualliving.org. All right. Well, let's kick off week two for uh, the gifts for an abundant life by uh, Diane Harmony, the five gifts. And last week we talked about gift number one, which was gratitude. And this week is the second gift, which is intention. So I want to share a little story about I, whenever I was, I wanted to work at Stanford University. So a long time ago, I was working at a staffing company and I was internal at the staffing company. And we were our, our client was Stanford, one of our clients was Stanford. And so I got to know Stanford really, really well. And the more I got to know Stanford, the more I wanted to work for Stanford. Uh, but, you know, there's kind of an ethical thing where like, you don't just go and apply for your clients open positions. <laughs> it's just not, a, it's not good ethically. Uh, so what I did is I just set the intention. I set the intention that I was going to get a job at Stanford. And I had an, an upset with my boss at my um, at the current place I was working at. And I decided to go ahead and like really, you know, put the, you know, I wasn't just intending it. I was going to actually like do something about it. So I ended up quitting my job at the staffing company, just knowing that God, the universe was going to create a job for me first at Stanford. And I applied at several different areas. I made it to the final two at this one job. And uh, the, the person, the hiring manager, he ended up not hiring. And at that point, it had gotten to a couple of months and I was getting to the end of my savings. So I decided to go to a different staffing company and become a temp. And I temped on the property of Stanford campus, but not for Stanford University, but for another company. And it ended up being temp to hire. So I ended up getting a job on campus, but not for Stanford. But I kept that intention that I wanted to work for Stanford University. I wanted to work that. And I didn't know how it was going to unfold. I just had no idea how it was going to unfold. And I was working for um, the Stanford Faculty Club. And in the Stanford Faculty Club, they had like a five bedroom hotel. And, um, and so I was doing the front desk of the Stanford Faculty Club. And one day, the guy who had interviewed me it was, you know, like a year and a half, two years later, he had, he had interviewed me and he um, walked in the door to the faculty club and he's like, Abigail, it's so good to see you. You know, how's it going? And how are you liking your job here and stuff? And I was like, oh, I love, I love my job. And I wish I was working for the university, but I'm super grateful for the job that I have. And he said, well, you know, I'd love to take you to lunch. So he took me to lunch the following week and he said, you know, I am actually opening up a hotel on the Stanford property and um, I've done interviews. I found people. I haven't found enough people and um, I'd like to hire you this week if you want. <laughs> like you just, you just offered me a job. 
right then and there. And, uh, and so of course I said, yes, it turned out I was paying, you know, twice as much as I was getting paid. I had full benefits. Um, but I just, I wanted to tell that story because I put the intention out there and the intention, when you put an intention, it's like, if I were attached to the how, then it maybe wouldn't have manifest. Like I just knew I was gonna just keep holding that intention and knowing that it would manifest, but not trying to manage how it happened. I didn't know I was gonna get a job, you know, through a staffing agency and then attempt to hire on the property. And then somebody was gonna offer me a job, like I didn't, you know, <laughs> so you never know, but it's the intention that really makes the difference. So that's what we're gonna look at today um, is looking at the, gift number two intention so again the five gifts for an abundant life the first one is gratitude the second one is intention the third one is forgiveness the fourth one is tithing and the fifth one is surrender uh, and so this week we're really focusing on that intentionality so one thing i know is that all all demonstrations are complete when you set an intention. So it's like the the first step for a demonstration to happen is an actual intention. And whenever you put your intention out there, it's the it's it's an act of faith that the invisible, the infinite, the great creator is here to fully support you and to create on your behalf. So one thing I know is that I choose to pay attention to my intentions because if I don't, not one, if I don't choose any intentions, I'm creating by default. So if, I, if I'm not making any intentions, it's like the intentions of everybody else <laughs> are what I get to experience. But whenever I start putting my intentions out there, then I start a conscious relationship with the divine in working with me on what I would love to create in my life. So it's not just our, our spoken word that has power, it's that every thought has power. So Ernest Holmes says that we demonstrate from the tendency of our thoughts and he also says that humanities, I like to put Ernest Holmes things in gender neutral. <laughs> so, so that's what you, the, my quotes from Ernest are gender neutral, but that's because I changed the gender um, thing. So Ernest Holmes says humanity's thought is creative because its thought is God power flowing through its individualized will and imagination. Humanity's thought is creative because it's thought, that's our thought, is God power Throw, flow, flowing through our individualized will and imagination. And Wayne Dyer says in the book, The Power of Intention, you get what you intend to create by being in harmony with the power of intention, which is responsible for all of creation. So it's an opportunity for us to 
create the tendency of our thoughts or use our own life as a directive for the highest good for God and our own personal highest expression. There are some instructions in this book that I thought were super awesome for the gift of intentions. And she has three instructions. She says, dream, do, and detach. Dream, do, and detach. Very simple. Dream, do, and detach. But it may not be exactly what you're thinking. So let me talk about dreaming. Diane Harmony, the author, says, to dream is to dance in the realm of all possibilities, to step outside the box, to try on, to stretch, and to grow, to choose to be a vehicle of the holy manifestation. So there's a metaphysical law that we call the law of manifestation, also known as the law of cause and effect. You might have heard this, but this law states that as a person thinks, so it shall be. Basically, what we choose to think about creates our experience. So through our thinking, which is the cause, we create our reality, which is the effect of our cause. And from the realm of the invisible, we bring our thoughts and intentions into form. We make those visible. And when we start choosing to think about them, to, to, to dream about them, to write them down, to speak them, to declare them, to, to pray about them, then the infinite universe does what it does best, which is create. It creates upon how we're putting our attention and our intention to work. So, I, and I also, she kind of had this example in the book that I thought was really cool. She said, imagine it th this way, like we're, we're swimming in the mind of God. We're just swimming around. And in that mind are all the thoughts and all the ideas that will ever be manifested into form all of them. And in order for God's ideas to come into form, it needs one of our minds to express it. So basically, we're the vehicle through which God is revealing itself. So imagine that you're swimming in this mind, and the divine ideas are being communicated to you through your mind as intentions. And the language of these intentions or the, the way of it coming into being is your own imagination, your own inspiration. This is like the, the holy language speaking through you. So when you have an intention and you know that this is, you know it's God ordained if it is a benefit to you and to other people and it harms no one. And so you know that it's God speaking through you as an intention. If you could say this intention is a benefit to me and to humanity and it harms no one, it is God speaking through me. This is an intention that is God ordained. It is a holy language. It is, I'm swimming in this pool of, of ideas and it's coming through me as a God ordained idea. So basically, we become aware of what 
God is creating as life uh, by tuning into what those intentions are, what would be the highest good, what would be the highest expression, what would be the highest possibility, and that's what we create as intentions. So that's what dreaming is about. So that's dream. The second part is do. So the way that you do the do, the doing, is not like how we think about our typical doingness. It's more of creating an ideal nurturing environment to create the focus and attention on this intention uh, and to pray and to listen to guidance. So it's, it's us saying yes, like, okay, I have this intention and now what I'm gonna do is I'm not gonna go out and make it happen. So that's the, that's, we're not doing that kind of doing. We're doing an internal doing this, which is we're holding this intention internally with love and light, giving it like a seed, the opportunity to plant roots. So we're nurturing it, we're imagining it, we're, we're praying about it, and we're not necessarily like, uh, you know, making a list on how to get it done but we're listening to the divine within that might be pulling us forward to what that next step is for that intention. So, so this is not creating the how, <laughs> and this is not the, the doing of the how, right? This is really leaving the how up to God. And, and for us to, when I set my intention is to pray about it, to nurture it, maybe not share it with everybody, you know, especially people who might say like, why it's not possible. <laughs> it's really the opportunity to just hold it close to us and, and nurture and love it up. And then the third thing is to detach. So basically that's the let go and let God. Right. So my intention was to get a job at Stanford and I kept listening to what my next step was. I get called forth to to apply for this job. And while it wasn't the job that got my, you know, that I actually got, I was called to apply for that particular job. And then I was called to go to the staffing companies to to just work on, you know, on the property of Stanford. And on the outward, it would look like oh, I didn't get what I wanted, like I settled. But it really wasn't that, it was me being led step by step to the ultimate unfolding of what I wanted. So I, and I listened to that call. So really let go and let God, try and not make the intention happen the way you think it's supposed to happen, but be really called forth into what is the highest good and how can you step into it and allowing God to guide you. So basically, that's your that's that's how to have an intention. So this isn't goal setting. This is like this is like real life creating intention setting. So as a reminder, the instructions for you are to do these three things. One, dream. So write down your intentions. Okay. <laughs> Two, do. What I mean by do is pray. <laughs> Listen to guidance dream about it, visualize it. And then three, detach, which means let go and let God. 
So that is a summary of today. And I am grateful that you are all here and I'm complete.